Welcome back to The Bicycle Man, Episode 2. Now, while in her abductor's, I guess you could say, captivity, at one point, William Hollenball told Peggy Ann Bradnick, the girl he had abducted, he said, quote, nobody in this world ever cared for me, end quote. Now, what kind of a man complains to the girl he abducted? What kind of a man would do that? What kind of a monster would do that? Well, this is what William Hollenball did. So let's go back and take a little bit of a uh, history lesson in terms of who he was. Now, if we Google him, Wikipedia, all kinds of articles, books out there on this man, you'll learn that he went to prison first. He went to prison for three burglaries, and the details of which aren't really known, none that I have found, but three burglaries. So he was there for approximately five years in prison. And later he got out after probation and didn't seem to reform, uh, at least not immediately or at all. Eventually he was uh, sent to Fairview State Hospital, the only hospital in Pennsylvania that is essentially uh, made at this point in history for the criminally insane. So those who are not able to be in the regular population, have mental issues. Uh, there was a diagnostic uh, test in which he basically uh, was known for his schizophrenia. Then later on, it was determined that maybe, no, he did not have that, uh, that it was just something that they listed him under. So that part is unclear. But the point is, he spent 13 years at Fairview State Hospital. No doubt it wasn't pleasant. No doubt it wasn't a nice place to be. And uh, we've all seen perhaps one flew over the cuckoo's nest. I finally did watch that. And uh, certainly an ugly place to be. And this uh, occurred for him even years before that was set, as I recall. So he was there in the 50s and 60s. So it must have been very unpleasant, no doubt. But he eventually got out. And to make matters worse, to this complaint that he, he shared with, of course, um, the girl, Peggy Ann. Uh, think about this. What kind of a man, when being chased, uh, kills a dog? Okay, so here you have a man who was a dog owner, ended up shooting not one dog, uh, but two dogs as he was uh, trying to get away with Peggy Ann. So that's what we have here. That's William Hollenball. Now, I haven't even set the story up, but I'm just trying to fill in a little background in terms of who he was and what he was capable of. But it really gets worse than that, because if you start to see uh, that he was a known entity, enough to have these nicknames, Bicycle Pete, the Mountain Man, uh, the Bicycle Man, whatever you want to call him. Uh, he was a known entity in this area for quite some time, for a period of uh, several years. So he was able to walk about, interact with people. And, uh, and, and as we look through it, weird things start to happen. Strange things start to happen when he's around, or perhaps even when he's not around. But the point is, is when he's living there in that area, 
in this cabin, uh, weird things are happening. And I'm not talking about, you know, apple pies being taken off the, uh, the windowsill, something odd like that, almost cute when you think about it historically. Or if you have seen little movies where in the 30s, you know, maybe they leave a little bit of change uh, in place of the, the pie that was stolen. Nothing like that at all. Nothing cute like that at all. We're talking criminal activity, frightening activity, and uh, things that uh, certainly should have given people uh, red flags at the time. All right. So even long before the abduction, there were other incidents uh, that were occurring. And then as we get into the abduction, we're going to see that he had it all planned out. I'm talking a disguise beyond what you would imagine, not just like a big nose or glasses or hair. I'm talking even ways to change the shape of his mouth, his appearance of his mouth, his cheekbones and so forth. So this was something that he had been working on for a long time. And also, if you can imagine this, he told her that he'd been watching her for several months. Okay. And, uh, he had clothes ready for her to change into, to change her appearance. And uh, on top of it, the chilling statement that uh, she would be his forever. So there was no question about what he was looking to do. No question about how serious he was uh, about the whole matter. This was something that he was going to do. He was going to do it fully. He was going to do it to the best of his ability because he had been working on this, perhaps cooking it up for many months, maybe maybe, uh, maybe years even before in prison, coming up with this idea. We just don't know. Uh, but in any event, as we move along here and we think about what had happened, uh, think about this, that early on there was a case of a peeping Tom. And what had happened was a uh, woman was getting ready for bed, looks out, and sees a man looking in through the window. Husband goes out to confront this peeping Tom and is shot. Now, who shot him? Well, came to believe it was Hollenball. Now, what's even worse is this man, not only was he shot, but eventually his leg had to be amputated because of uh, the shooting. And with the shotgun pellets, they just couldn't save it. So this poor man, minding his own business in his home, has uh, his wife being spied on, tries to address it and is shot. Uh, was later believed to be by Hollenbaugh. Now, in doing research, depends on where you look, depends on what you find, but it's kind of unclear what happened. They couldn't find the evidence to prove it. Uh, so nothing was really done from that. He was not arrested. He was not processed. He was not sentenced or anything like that for that crime. But it's always linked to him. And there was a lot of other strange things happening. Now, what I want to talk about coming up here is also my trip to the museum. So I'm going to lay out the story for you and then bring in some of the things I've seen, the artifacts from this case, uh, which are in a museum, including the red bike itself. And if you do a little research on your own, you'll see that. And that's housed in only one place in Pennsylvania. And then also uh, a lot of the artifacts, all the artifacts that I know of that they have, they're all under glass in this same museum, the Pennsylvania State Police Museum in Hershey, Pennsylvania. So that's all there for the public to view for a small fee. 
and and other interesting artifacts there. Of course, the the uh, storied history of the Pennsylvania State Police and their involvement with this case. Not to mention the uh, Federal Bureau of Investigations. So that will be uh, coming along in episode uh, three. <laughs>